Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. And here we go again. Uh, can I... Can I start off by, do you know who Kevin Nealon is? Yeah, he's a Saturday Night Live alum. Yeah, and I, I, didn't, really, movies, I, I didn't really think uh, so much of him really? uh, until I recently. I, and he's well, doing a commercial now for some... Um, yeah, with Arnold Palmer. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's, it's not funny at all, but they sure sound like they're having a blast. I'm Kevin Nealon, comedian. And I'm Arnold Palmer, professional golfer. You know what we have in common? We talked to our doctors about treatment with Xeralta. I took Xeralta for AFib and a regular heartbeat that can lead to a stroke from a blood clot. Xeralta was proven to reduce the risk of stroke in people with AFib, not caused by a heart valve problem. Yeah, maybe not as fun as stuff. At any rate, uh, he um, uh, he's in uh, show. He's in the show Weeds, I think. Um, that that series. I started watching that. That's that's an old series, but I can't. Yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, he's he, his main love. I saw him interviewed recently. His main love is stand-up. He says, I'm not really an actor, and I'm not really even a sketch comic. I, I, I like stand-up. That's what I always wanted to do, and that's what he still likes to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw him a few weeks ago on Conan, and he, he told a, this story, and I'll try to do it justice, uh, because it's, uh, it's a little tawdry, but, but he told it in such a, a nice way that it wasn't, it wasn't really... That Randy, but it made me laugh pretty hard. Well, and if you blow this, yeah. we'll just go get the clip off the internet. Yeah, well, we could do that. So <laughs> the joke basically is this: he he brings up, he talks about uh, Bruce now Caitlyn Jenner thing, and he mm-hmm. says, and now I and I know you know the next step is going to be you know to get to remove uh, the, the thing, the package there and down there, and I and I and you know so I'm just thinking mm-hmm. that maybe. Uh, you don't want to do it just in one fell swoop. I mean, it's like, you know, get a tattoo or something like that, and then you can't, you know, it's hard to undo it again. I mean, you can't just put it back again if you decide, hey, you know what, this really wasn't for me after all. So here's what I think he ought to do, she ought to do. Um, start with removing one testicle. It can be the right or the left one. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and then immediately after you remove it, put it on ice put it on on ice and then remember where you left it 
That's very important. Remember where you left it, okay? Right. And then let a you know a few weeks go by or something like that. And then you, if you feel you're still you're happy with how it is, then you remove the other one. Again, put it on ice too. In fact, keep it with the other one and remember where you put them. That's very important. Don't forget where you put them, okay? Right. And then you let a little more time go by and maybe uh, maybe a week goes by and then you remove uh, oh like an inch of, of the penis, okay? And then, and then wait a week and then... And then remove another inch. And then after 10 weeks, <laughs> if you're happy with it, then you can remove the other half. <laughs> that was his joke. Yeah, that was very it's good. It's such a boy joke. Yeah, it just, that was very it was so good. so silly the way he told very it. Very funny. Okay, so how you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, are, I'm... are you going to start slowing down for summertime? Is right no. on the horizon here? No. no. You travel through the summer? Yeah, pretty much all oh. the way past 4th of July. So you are you must be like the uh, Babe Ruth of the company you work for by now. I mean, if there's they say if we can only send one person out, it's going to be Lisa. <clears throat> Isn't that pretty much true by now? Well, I I've, I've been working for them for for quite a long time and and what I do is go out and teach voiceover workshops and do production and all of that. Um, but yeah, I get a little bit burnt out from, and it's not, it's not the work. I love what I do. It's the travel that just yeah. sucks it out of me. Yeah. And, and so can you, if I could just blink my, I've said this before, if I could blink myself there, I'd be happy. Astro travel. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's difficult, um, sometimes to be on the road. And then I'm away from home and away from Quince and, is there um, any way you could do what you do uh, via Skype or something like that? I, I have started actually doing webinars now, so yeah. so I'm doing I'm teaching and doing workshops now from the comfort of my own home. So that's helped a lot. So when you do webinars and from the comfort of your own home, do you have to right before you engage the person or persons? It's a whole group of people. Do you have do you do a quick look around at the background yes. and make sure? Yes. Oh, I better put that scotch bottle away. Yes. And, you know. I'm so. Pick it's up so, the dog feces. It's yeah. so funny you said that because yeah. I do them from my studio. And I do, sometimes my studio is a nightmare. And the camera will show me and then everything that's behind me. And I... Here's what I think you ought to do. What? Go down to Goodwill <laughs> and pick up a whole bunch of really impressive looking trophies and awards. <laughs> And plaques, <laughs> and set those on a shelf a shel behind yeah, you. That's a great never, idea. never refer to them. Right, but, but it will send this message that I know what I'm talking this about. This person is lauded and right. award winning, and yeah, so that would be good. I thought you were going to say something. This is where my mind went. I thought it'd be fun to do a webinar, and just have somebody just creeping around behind me without me even the whole hour. And have them maybe come up with a knife and then go, ah, that's not going to work. And I'm the whole time just continuing on and on. And then they leave the room and come back in with a plastic bag. And they go, oh, no, that's not going to work. And just the whole time, just this first, that would be very funny, don't you think? Well, I think it would be too distracting. And it might undermine your authority. Yes, it would. I love, love but, the trophy but, idea, But you though. could, and you could also do this, is that you're telling people, do you want to be hugely successful in this business like I am? Well, then listen closely. Just a second. Oh, Jeeves, come here. And have a guy come in like a butler and say, would you bring me some tea, please? And just one of the bonbons. Thank you. 
And he leaves. <laughs> Will there be anything else, ma'am? No, that's fine, geez. I'm trying to do a webinar. Please, would, could you leave? Thank yes. you. There's Jeeves. A, Why are butlers always called Jeeves or I or I don't know Jeeves or Walter or yes. something? Alfred. Yes. Uh, there's a there's a apocryphal story. Well, it, maybe it isn't apocryphal in that it would not be true, but it's always told by Don Rickles, and he said uh, the story goes like this: It was in the, his early days. He's kind of starting out as a comic, and he gets to be friends with Frank Sinatra because he does Sinatra jokes. If Sinatra's out in the audience, he says. Hey, Frank, why don't you go beat up somebody? You know, it's, it's doing yeah. stuff like that, which was considered rather dangerous given Frank's uh, affiliation with his... With the mob. With his friends. Yes. Or you never knew for sure. So, one day... Listen, can I tell a story about sure. what this man did to me once? You may have known or heard about this. It was a true story. This was a long time ago, long before Don got married. I was eating dinner in a restaurant in New York, and... Uh, uh, I was sitting with, with some friends, and he came over to the table, and he said, Frank, do me a favor, will you? He said, I'm sitting with a very pretty girl, and uh, I'm trying to make out, you know. And he said, I told her I know you, and she really doesn't believe me. Would you stop by the table? I said, all right. I was just about finished. I was down to the espresso. And I wa- finally, he went back, and I walked by the table, and I said, how are you, Don? Nice to see you. He said, can't you see I'm eating, Frank? What are you doing? <laughs> Very good, yeah. Well, that's what you could do, something like that, I'm suggesting, with your webinar. The butler comes in, excuse Mm -hmm. me, I'm Mm -hmm. busy right now. And then you you can mutter something to the people. Yeah. I tell you, you cannot get good butlers. And and my cook, I had to fire my cook last week, too. And my driver is the worst. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good idea. Hey, did you hear about this story? Uh, There's this company in Spain... I'm assuming if if it's a Spanish company, they're in Spain. Yeah. Am I right? I'm terrible at geography. Yeah. Well, yeah. That'd be Spain. All right. Well, I never been to Spain. Castellano. But I kind of like the music. A Spanish company has created a mattress. Sweet ladies are insane there. This is fascinating. You know, they love their siestas there. And they sure know how to use it. Right, but listen to this. This is a high-tech mattress that don't abuse it. That can tell the owner. Never gonna lose it. I can't refuse it. So you buy this mattress, and you'll be able to tell whether or not your partner is cheating on you. Well, I never been to heaven. How would that work? Well, let me share with you how. It's called the smart smartress. Which is sort of a stupid name. So it's it not can even a it Spanish can tell the, if English you're cheating name. with on that particular bed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the conjugal. You can't. It can't tell. Say the no. The mattress doesn't follow. No. The mattress doesn't get in the car. Okay. Drive I'm, around with binoculars. I'm going to clarify it. I thought it was picking you know up a scent say, or something like people that. People say no stupid questions. That's really not true at all. Thanks. I'm sorry. Man, did that cut me down to I'm size? I'm Okay, so the Smartress contains 24 ultrasonic sensors that detect rhythmic movements. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying there. Yeah. Are you picking up what I'm putting in? Yeah, that sounds plausible. So it costs about $1,700. If it senses any rhythmic, rhythmic movements, movement. then it will, when the owner's away, it's going to send, it, it would send a text 
to your or message via your smartphone. You mean your snitch phone? Saying, uh, the mattress is detecting some rhythmic movements right now. I realize you're in the office, but I just want you to know your mattress is moving. And how many people are on it? Like, that didn't even, does it even mm. matter? Even if there's just one more person, <laughs> well, who cares? It could be an orgy. Uh, but I'm saying, yeah, right. But y- have you that, ever been in an orgy? No. I never have either. Um, so how many people? So uh, the engineers behind this <laughs> said, you can't imagine how many tests we had to do to make sure this thing worked. Oh, right. yeah, I bet that was fun. <laughs> well, you couldn't, uh, I mean, you couldn't disclose it to, if you want to, if you suspect somebody. Well, you, yeah. You, and you, it's only going to work once. But here's the thing. It's called the Smartress, and you know it's probably got a label on it somewhere. So, you know, you just would want to dash home and make sure you haven't had, you know, one of those put in your house. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, that's kind of yeah, what so I'm saying. Yeah, so if I lift yeah. the sheets up and I see, wait a minute, this is a Smartress mattress. Do you think I'm going to cheat on you? Then even just buying the mattress really... Yeah, well, shouldn't you just save the 1700 bucks and go to a divorce lawyer if you suspect? Yeah, or hire a detective or something. Or hire a, de- a detective. Yeah. Yeah, it detects rhythmic movements. So any hanky-panky when the, when you're not there. Me and Mrs. Jones. We got a thing. how high-tech our world is now. Well, it's harder and harder to get away with stuff. I mean, isn't that true? <laughs> you seem really upset by that. No, I, no I, I'm not upset. Why, well, I have nothing to hide. Why, why is, would I be upset? Why, why do you What do you think? Why are you looking at me? No, I'm not fine. It is hard to get away with stuff. No, it is. Because there's cameras everywhere, and I'm tired of trying to be good. I really am tr- I'm tired of it. I had a very itchy nose the other day. Did you pick your nose in public? I, I no, but I'm sitting there and I'm and it's down to about the third knuckle. You are. I just asked yeah, you. Did about, you were you yeah, picking your yeah, nose? Yeah, about down to no. the third knuckle, and I look up and there's a security camera. I said, "Oh great, oh great." So this has know, been captured. Even in the elevator when you're when you think you're by yourself, right? That's a great place to pick your nose, but not anymore. <laughs> where, they ruined that. Where you can't even fart in the running, elevator. If I was running a Trumpian campaign, that would be one of my. That'd mm. be an issue I'd bring up. We are. We have no privacy anymore. A guy. Where is a guy supposed to pick his nose? Exactly. Men are. I have historically been required to do that. It's just what men have men, to do. And women do it too. Don't don't you did not corner the market on nose picking. I think I think we uh, probably eighty percent. No. Yeah, I think so. We have noses too. There's all sorts of crap up there. Yeah, that you can't blow off. How come I can pick my ears but not my nose? Who made up that rule anyway? How come you say that's the way it is? That's just the way it goes. They should make they should make devices that are designed to go up there. Uh, and How come I can pick my friends but not my enemies? Say what is it about me that offends? Say what is it about me? You know I'm only five foot two and I'm giggling, wiggling. Tell me again, what did I do? Why are you scared of me? Gently Say, pluck things out. Understand why you can't? Yeah, why do we pick our nose? Why can't you blow it out? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Okay, this, you know what? Sorry, we're, this went this direction. It went this yeah. direction. I, we're going to take this another direction. But we can't 
you, but the fundamental point here is that you cannot get away with anything anymore, and and that's a that is a real loss, I think. I don't think everything technology is is good. I mean, I like that. It used to be. Well, what are you doing that you need to get away with? Maybe this. No, no, I don't need to get away. But I'm just saying, I kind of like the idea that if you weren't home. You weren't available. Nobody could call you and find you. Oh, I know. I, I, I don't know why. I just long for that. Mm-hmm. So you really could feel like, I'm alone. I'm I'm away. Um, my son, on a recent trip down to Central Oregon to visit us, uh, noticed that the, uh, you know, he was using up all his data on his phone. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, it's not going to turn. I'm not going to. It's not, I'm not going to get a renewal in, in for another five days. So he basically didn't use his phone the whole time. And he was commenting to me, he said, it really felt weird and good yeah. not to be using my phone. He said, I felt like I was free. Freedom, 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 freedom. We have, not everybody, but so many people, and I, and I hope I'm not one of them, maybe I am, you just feel like I would rather walk out of my house with no pants on than, than leave without my phone. Yeah, it's you're very connected to it. There's and, a condition that has, it has a name. That condition has a name. I, I can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> what are we looking at? Oh, just oh, your look dog. it out the window. Stupid That's dog. cute. I should take a picture of that, but I won't. I have a picture of it. Uh, yeah, so I, um, I'm i thinking, you know, maybe I'm going to go on a trip, my wife and I, and we're going to li- just leave our phones behind. Well, you can't leave your phones behind because they are good. F- I, I'm, I'm a, I appreciate the fact that I have something now in an emer- case of an emergency. Yeah, and the GPS <laughs> is nice, <laughs> mm-hmm. of course. Those th- I mean, I, it's a wonderful device, and, uh, and, and, and I, I guess there's more good about it than bad, but... When you see, uh, you go into a restaurant and you look and you cast your eyes around the room and you see at least half of the people there. No, Not talking to each other. Not looking talking down to each other. Phones. I know. Uh, that's something's, something's not right Do you about think that. that's worse than, because I was in a restaurant in an airport uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it was actually pretty crowded. So I was sitting very close to another couple in a, at a table. And they had already had their meal and they weren't on their phones, but they weren't saying a word. They were just eating their meal. So do you think that's worse? Yeah. To just not talk? Yeah. Or not talk because you've got your phones in front of you? I don't know that there's a lot of difference between the two. I the do. Truth, but I mean, I'm, I might be looking at my phone to see when our next flight is or something. One time for but fun. But if you're just sitting there in front of me not yeah. talking to me? One time ugh. for fun, my wife and I went to dinner and we texted each other back and forth. You know, I'd say, like, how, how, how are the fries tasting? You know, just to be funny with each other because we, we're just, like, three feet apart. I've done that with people at a party before when you don't want to know, you know. You text and you go, oh, great, she's here. Yeah. And then, you know, the person next to you goes, <laughs> LOL and whatever. Yeah. So you can have really snotty conversations right in front of people without them even knowing. You can also get busted pretty bad. How? My wife uh, was at a, a party and there was a woman that she knew across the room. And she thought, oh, this would be kind of funny. I'll think I'll give her a call. So she calls her and 
and then she sees the woman look down at her phone and roll her <gasps> eyes and then not take the call. Oh, my God. I yeah. didn't think of that. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So she immediately knew, oh, that. so she doesn't want me to call her. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, Oh, that's so awkward. Uh, oh, dear. And we, and we all do that sort of stuff, you know. Oh, God, I'm not taking this call. I think I told you this story a long time ago. Wow. A guy that uh, was a friend of mine, is a friend of mine, excuse me, is a friend of mine. I'm drinking beer. That's why I'm a little gassy. That's great. Ah, it's good beer. What yeah. is that? Hop Valley Brewing Company. Cha-ching. It's an IPA. And uh, it's made it's in... It's a big uh, bottle. That's like Eugene, a, Oregon. That's yeah. like a... That's not a regular yeah, size that's, beer that's bottle. That's too much beer, to tell you the truth. Uh, so, uh, where was I going with that? I completely forgot. The guy in Eugene. That is, that is too much beer. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song is more to the point. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. I've completely forgotten. So Patty, so the lady rolled her eyes, and Patty's like, great, okay. I can't remember. It's gone. Yes, he likes It's evanescent. It's it's this out there the somewhere. the problem with you is you take all these little, like, shortcuts off the road that we, yep. we try to kind of stay on a, and then you, and then it's like, whoop, there's Pat. He's off in the woods again, and I got to drag you back no, out I to know, the main road. No, I know. I'm terrible. Maybe, I'll, maybe it'll come back to me. Probably won't. It doesn't matter. Okay. Nothing I ever say is important. So that's the good news. Hey, do you, um, when you're, have you ever... Have you heard about this mattress? They, that I think it was invented in Spain, and uh, the smart. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you about. Oh, see, you did the, remember. The, no, I didn't remember that. But this oh. is something else. It's God, a, you are such. A, I know a spastic gee, butterfly. Yeah, you really are. No, uh, have you, you heard about this product that's kind of a polymer thing that you put on your face <gasps> and it straightens your wrinkles. Out? Yes, it's called Second Skin. Oh, you even know the name? Yes, of Yes, I googled it because I thought. This is huge. It is huge. This is huge. This this um, is this is essentially uh, achieves what you would otherwise have to do with surgery correct. and maybe multiple surgeries. And they had a medical expert on uh, one of the morning shows I was watching the other That's day. That's where I and, saw it. And he could not name one thing that is wrong with it. That was wrong with, wrong with this. Yeah. So Second Skin. No downside. Second Skin is actually, was really used more for medical, um, like I, the research I was doing <clears throat> I have psoriasis. Do you see that? Isn't that awful? Yeah. yeah well, I have psoriasis. I have a bit of that, too. And and so typically it's a very greasy ointment you have to put on. And the ointment just never really stays. It gets on your clothes and on your bed and all that. So this second skin, actually, you can it was created to help people. So people with eczema and psoriasis right. are going to have this wonderful product that's that lasts for, for a very long time. It's waterproof. It's something like... It doesn't even start to start curling up at the edges. It's invisible. It's mm. amazing. Cool. And then they started to see what 
kind of cosmetic applications can we use for this? And hmm. I saw the before you saw the before and after pictures yeah. of that big old wrinkled bag. And then they put the <laughs> second skin on her face and it's like, what? Yeah, it only lasts for 24 hours. But, you know, like if you were going to go out to, to do a TV appearance or whatever. You know, slap that baby on. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah, job interview. Yeah, I, I think they just did it like right under her eyes, right. and it it, it was just tightens it up. Astonishing. But it, it really is. It's it it would be fantastic. They the only thing I don't know, they didn't talk about, is how much it would cost. One million dollars. It certainly probably. wouldn't cost as much as surgery, uh, and so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I I don't. I, I and, and you can get you can get wet. You can get in the shower yeah, with it and mm-hmm. sweat. And do you remember when I got my face burned off? Yes. Let's let's bring people back uh, who didn't know this. We were still. Because I, that's why I will not do any more cosmetic surgery ever. So this is why I'm very excited about this. Well, it was a. It became a nightmare for you. I mean, it was. It, we can laugh about it now. It wasn't funny at the time, but there was an advertiser. That uh, one of the salespeople at the radio station you and I worked at said, "Hey, Lisa, I've got somebody who wants to burn your face off." <laughs> no, who want what? What do they call that procedure? Laser cosmetic laser surgery. Something it's like a, that. Okay. It's it's a, it's supposed to get rid of the bad skin, and then you have fresh new baby skin underneath that. Just reach into your brassiere, pulled out some lipstick, applied the lipstick while I, while we we're just in the last know, ten seconds, and, stuck and it then back in there. stuck the and then stuck the lipstick back down. I know I got all sorts of crap in there. I do. What else is in there? I have money in there. Really? I got a cigar in there. I'll be damned. Yeah, there's Jeez. a book. Well, you're lucky to have that kind of room. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I don't you know, keep my cell phone some women, in there. Some women I dated, that lipstick would have gone right straight to the ground. I don't keep a cell phone in there anymore because there were some studies done on because you could get tumors. And I used to stick my cell phone in there. Too. I had all sorts of crap in there. Can, but now do I don't you mind if my, I look in there? No. Just I don't want you looking in there. Come on. Just let know. me take a no, little look. Let's see. What do I see down there? There's a harpsichord. You know what's funny is sometimes at night, this is getting way too personal, I'll take my bra off and all sorts of crap falls out of it because yeah. I'm like, I forgot I had earplugs in there and I yeah. had all this other My wife. I have, I have plane tickets in there. Really? And, well, my yeah. Wife, my wife calls herself the great Brodini because she has the ability to take her bra off without taking her shirt off. She can take it off yeah. and then slide it right out her sleeve. No, she's not, she does it all yeah, the time. Most women have that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she thinks she's special because of it. Well, great you think demon. she's special because you're the only one that's seeing a woman do that. That's true. So, that's true. but yeah. Okay, so back to my face getting burned off. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I'll tell the story and you correct me where I'm wrong. Which okay. How are we doing for time? Oh, we've got plenty of time. We don't care. No, we've got like, we've so, got like 20 minutes. The miracle of my life, which I'm still so grateful for, is when I had LASIK eye surgery, a sponsor. Yeah said, hey, we'll give you free LASIK eye surgery. If you talk about it on the if air. If you talk about it on the air. That's one of the perks of radio, that don't you miss that? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. we get free I drove, crap all the I time. Drove, I got to drive a car around a couple of times. Yeah. For my, I mean, it, it, it's really... We I got, got a, a lot of free I got crap. a beautiful barbecue we mm-hmm. still have, you know? Yeah. And the mattress that we have, 
I you think still it was, have I think it was Sleep Train. Oh, it, yeah. It's the greatest. Yeah. It's the best mattress. So they said you can pick any mattress out you want. Yeah. So we immediately said, which is the most expensive one? Right. Ooh, we like this one. I know. The perks of, radio, of being in radio, just so that you, because they believe that your listeners will believe you mm-hmm. when you say, yes, I have a Sleep Train mattress. It's the only thing. My, and, and, and there are lots of great products, but testimonials by Air Talent as you and I both know, aren't always. Well, it's a sick, ridiculous gravy train. It really is. Well, where were you when the train left town? I was standing on the corner with my head hung down. If I had my gun, I'd let the hammer down. I'd shoot that round that took my girl from town. Hey, the train had carried her away. Hey, hey, hey. You're already compensated pretty nicely. Right. And then you get this stuff, too. It, it isn't yeah. fair. This is the way the world works in much higher echelon. High-paid athletes, for example, they also get endorsement deals. Like, they need the money. Right. But that's what gets them. And then whatever they're endorsing, they get free for yeah. ever anyway. So. so anyway, Lisa gets this opportunity to talk about this uh, LASIK, uh, Cosmetic laser surgery. skin surgery thing. Yeah. And uh, and then it's going to be free. It's a very expensive procedure. Very expensive. And you're going to get it free if you come on and then ex- and then just expound on how wonderful it is, how refreshed your face feels and, and looks and uh, blah blah blah. How young I am and yeah. it's it was a relatively maybe not a new procedure, but it was something that you know not a lot of people knew about. So that was the whole point of of them buying media airtime on our station and then actually having me go through it so I could let everybody know how fantastic it is. Now, when have you ever heard a celebrity endorser come on and say, you know what, Uh, I tried the product and it made me so damn sick, I just uh, (laughs) puked my guts out. It was the horrible experience I've ever had. It never happens. So they... So you kind of go into these things knowing that you're a paid liar. That's right. An exaggerator. That if, I love that that frankness that you just used because it's true. Now, the product We'd be might... peddling stuff all the time yeah, that I, we might not have really believed I, in. I feel like I'm really lucky because I don't remember anything that I didn't really did, couldn't make a case for. Yeah. You know, and LASIK eye surgery to me was the greatest thing yeah. ever. I, I just could not. I still marvel at it. The, yeah. That. Because I'm wearing glasses when I'm in the first grade. I know. I'm always the kid with the thick glasses. And yeah. It, it was fantastic. Yeah, and that, that wasn't a cheap procedure either. No. I, I got to do that, too. I think I did it like oh, did? six months after you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the greatest. These eyes cry every night for you. Uh, so, so you have this procedure done on your face, and then you're going to come back... We think in just a day or two and to talk about it um, and how great it was <laughs> and how well, painless it was. Yeah, and how how I'd do it again if I had yeah. I'd jump on that like a tramp on a muffin if yeah. I had the chance. But I was actually out for this is not a lunchtime facelift. This is a procedure where you've got you need to recover, and it wasn't a few days. I mean, I think oh. I was gone for about a week. At least. And I finally, I said, I got to get back to work because I felt fine, but I still looked horrible. So do you remember I wore a veil? <laughs> I actually almost had a burka on. Yeah, it you did. Because I, I didn't want to scare you I guys. Know you had, and what's, I know you had surgery done, but I didn't realize you had also changed religions. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is I actually looked pretty good even when I came in with the veil on. That's how horrible it was 
before. Well, you look very red. Right. Yeah. But I basically had raw skin with or a raw face that I had to put Vaseline on every single day. Yep. So I basically just cried every day. So I called you. I remember. I don't know if you remember me calling you, and I said, Pat. Yeah. Next time I tell you that I want to go get a LASIK skin peel. Save me the time and the money and just take me out in the backyard, pour some gasoline on my face and light it on fire because that's going to be the same exact feeling that I'm going through right now. And here's what you didn't know at the time, but I did. What? That I wanted to spare you. What? I knew you and I were going to get fired. So you were having the surgery done. Oh. You really wanted it. This was right before we got fired. Yeah. They they let me know months out that we were going to be gone and I just... I. I've always wondered if I'd made the right decision not telling you, but I thought, yeah, it's going to happen either way. So I don't know why they did that to me because we had to do some other appearances and stuff. And at some point, I started turning them down. You mm-hmm. know, the, the, the nice little, have... nice little promotional people that say, "Hey, we'd like you guys to be in a parade," and I say, "No," and I can't tell them why we don't want to be because they the don't parade. know. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Everybody's in the dark. Yeah. So that that added insult to injury that you went through all this suffering it was horrible it was absolutely horrible so then it still took week you know another week before i think i really lifted the veil and could you know i and put makeup on and and i had to go on and do every day during our morning show a testimonial a live a live live testimonial testimonial. and i remember i do too i remember this so well because you would lead it off. You were the, you know, the host of the show, and you'd say, you know, now it's time to talk about, you know, LASIK RS. And Lisa, and you've gone wrong. You loved it, right, Lisa? And you, you, you would say, I sure did. It was the greatest. Meanwhile, while you're saying those words, you're shaking your head right and left like, no, I there did not. There is no way. And it's, I'd be like, it was fantastic. I would do it again if I had the chance. It was, it, it, I, I, here's my only regret, that is that I waited this long to do it. And she's and pointing just, her thumbs down. <laughs> I mean, if we had done a, a, a live video. video cast at the same time, which a lot of radio shows do now, the, yeah. you couldn't have gotten away with. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, you were doing, every, you were plugging, your, holding your nose, you just... <laughs> You're sticking your finger in your flipping, mouth and flipping things sticking off. Your yeah, you say it, you are. Your it body was, language is saying this is the most horrible thing. Do not get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. While at the same time, which I don't what, know how you what didn't people laugh. are hearing. Yeah. I was laughing, but I was sympathetic too because it's like you said, you are a paid liar. paid liar you can't come on and say i'll be perfectly honest with you and i know that i'm being paid and i got a free procedure done i don't care i cannot lie to you listeners right this thing is effed yeah yeah it is the worst horrible painful don't let them tell you it doesn't hurt it hurts like hell it hurt like hell did you see any difference in me from before i got my face burned off to after I healed up. Did I yeah, miraculously... I did notice your hair turned white. <laughs> and here's the other thing you would think, too. It, if all that burning was going on, why wouldn't it have 
permanently burned off my mustache and my beard. I still had to deal with that. <laughs> Your beard. I still have to deal with it. That's yeah. not fair. Uh, <clears throat> so. Well. All right. You, you were, you did what you were supposed to do, what you agreed to do, at least, uh, you know, implicitly what you were supposed to do. So that's why I'm glad that this, this second it. skin thing is out and I can't wait. Hopefully it'll be mainstream in, in a year. I'll be, yeah. I'll be ready for that. I need it too. God, I Not know. just on my face, but, you know, ever. What? Yeah, I needed a... Where else do you have wrinkles? Well, let me show you. No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. We got... No, we got 10. It's only 30 minutes. Let me, let me just get this poop, oh. this poop story. Okay. I started to ask you earlier, have you ever been driving down the street... Yes. And you've had to go to the bathroom and mm. not the... Not the number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. So number three? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is number three? Uh, it's a combination of the two. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can do that at the same I time. Don't I, I don't know. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. I, I, I think That's it, a it, terrible it, feeling. I had gotten off a plane. I don't know when this was. This was sometime last year. And I actually got stuck in traffic between the airport and my home. And my biggest mistake was not getting off the plane and using the restroom at SeaTac before I got in my car. And in, 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 I don't mean to be graphic here. It was, it, was number, it was number one. I think I ate a lot of cheese on, on Alaska Airlines on the flight home. So it was a two. Yes. Yeah. And I had to start making plans on what I was going to do because it did not look like I was getting home anytime soon. Now, and I thought, should I, do I, should I pull over? Should I just, I mean, the most horrifying thing is to think, should I just go in my pants? What should I do? There was a uh, Louis C.K. episode <laughs> yes. about that very thing. <laughs> I remember that. Where he's downtown with his daughter. With his daughter, yes. Daddy, yeah. please, just run. I can't run. It'll make it worse. Dad, oh my God, go in the cellar. No, 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 Little white bitch. Come on. Keep going, keep going. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on, you can't make it. Let's go. Come on. Come on, you can't make it. Let's go. Come on. Come on, Dad. Come on. Let's go. Keep going. 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 Come on, Dad. We just have to go What are you doing? Come on. I'm not going to make it. What? I know I'm not going to make it. And I'm in a lot of pain. Oh, my oh, God. Daddy. Daddy. No, Daddy. Jake, come on. Just no, go. Just go. Jake, go down the block. Just get away from me. Just go way, way. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I love you. So, uh, my son, my brother has a son who, and he was in his late teens. Ever since he's a little kid, he can't go in a public restroom. The number two, he can't do it. 
he won't do it. Wow. So we went on a trip down to Portland to see a basketball game, and we're coming back. He's in the back seat, my brother and I are in the front seat, and and the boy is doubled over back there. And, oh, man, I gotta go, it's so bad. We'll, we'll pull over at this gas station. No, I can't go in there. And he just suffered and suffered and suffered. Oh. We finally, he finally went into the gas station and was assured that if he could lock the door behind him and be the only one in there, he yeah. could probably do it. Yeah. He just couldn't do it in a public restroom. And it isn't my favorite thing to do either. Uh, right. I, I loved what Stephen Colbert said on one of his recent shows. He was talking about this um, gender issue where, you know, we're going to have... Right. It doesn't matter. You, anybody can go in either bathroom, right. female or male. Yeah. And he said, to tell you the truth, um, I don't want anybody next to me. Right. I don't care. I'm in the bathroom. Exactly. He said, and there's two reasons for it. Number one and number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this guy, there was a guy in Florida uh, that, that was uh, got arrested. And the police didn't believe this guy when he said, hey, I was speeding in my car because I really have to poop. I have got to poop so bad. So that's, yes, I, 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 so can you let me go? And they know, no, you're under arrest. They didn't believe him. So they get him in the back seat of their patrol car and he pooped <laughs> in their back seat. Well, <laughs> he was clocked doing 75 miles an hour in a 55. That's, you got to go bad. Yeah. I mean, that right there should tell what you. What do you do? <clears throat> I mean, and the police said, you know, he goes, I, I've got to, I got to go. I got to go. And they tasered him and they cuffed him before he could get to the front door of his house, threw him in the back of the squad car, and that's where he lost control. That's a classic dilemma. Exactly. It really is. Yeah. I mean, how do you prove that you have to go? Yeah. Well, he did ultimately o- prove ultimately it. Ultimately, he did yeah. prove it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, it's it's a horrible, horrible feeling. I... Um, Here's what I do when I if I'm in the in a, in a bad way, I know that on my drive there are three hospitals along the way, and hospitals are great. You quick, I never thought of you that. You quickly park. They have restrooms, of course, in, immediately, Just, and the, and you can lock them behind you. And the emergency room is always open. Well, I'm, I'm. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm Did talking I about bathrooms. You? Where are, no, no, where no. are free available saying, bathrooms? What I'm saying is the emergency room is always open. So if you're driving down the road at oh, 3 yeah. in the morning. No, exactly. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so that's, that's at least an, oppor- uh, an opportunity. Uh, so many of these things, it used to be gas stations. Yeah, I'll dash in there. Right. Now you got to go. And get the key. We get the key. And, and it's then... on a big broom yeah. or something. So, <laughs> yeah. you, might, you know, you got to yeah. truck that thing yeah. back there. Yeah. We got it on this anvil here. So, <laughs> That's so <laughs> yeah. stupid. Okay, can I quickly tell you one more story? Yes, please. <clears throat> um, there's a new museum in um, the, U- the UK. <clears throat> They're lousy with museums over there, by the way. But this one just opened in, um, you know, it doesn't matter where it opened. I can't even find it anymore. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where it opened. But this is called uh, the, what's it called? It's called the National Poo Museum. P-O-O. National Pew Muse- now, Museum. I've seen, I've and it, seen and it just on, opened. It just opened its doors last month on the Isle of Wight. On the Isle of Wight. Now I've seen on PBS. They are, shows are often sponsored by the with a grant from the Pew Foundation. The Pew. Mm-hmm. What's that? P E W. It's somebody's oh, name. Oh Pew. No, this is Poo. P O O. Oh, like poop. 
Oh my! You haven't heard of this? This is just believe it or not. No, I haven't. There was a museum dedicated to excrement. I know that's a big plane. That is awesome. I know. I'm in the flight path. Goodness sakes! What a beautiful plane that is. Yeah, that is pretty. That I whole think they thing. should paint stuff on the bottom for people like yeah. us that look up at the plane. Hi, like, what are you looking up yeah. here for? How you doing down there? <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm such a geek about airplanes and stuff. How does it, how is it possible? I don't know. It's how, witchcraft is what is it is. How is so much in, of our world so impossible? I don't know. Goodness sake. You don't seem very interested about this poopy museum. And you think I would be. You think you would. Yeah. This is a, a museum that has samples from the animal and the human world. And what they do is they have dozens of real droppings that are encased in spheres of clear resin. So you can actually pick them up and look at them. I know some people, and we have had... Uh, a listener or two critique uh, our show unfavorably <laughs> for getting into things scatological, but it is part of life. And I here's I, the deal. I, I will tell you, I yes. think it's really interesting. It is. The curator says this: its poo is all around us and it's inside us, but we ignore it. So we don't talk about we it. We don't talk about it. Um, and so, yeah, they've got these. Um, it's actually kind of interesting if you go online and look at. Um, but they, they prepare them, you know, when they're organizing, they have a specially built drawing machine and, and then it gets put into the resin, um, and, uh, and then they go on display. So I would go to the pool. You would? I would. I would. It wouldn't be if I was in London. Is that where it is? Yeah, it's on the Island of Wight, W-I-G-T. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Isle of Wight. Yeah. The Isle of Wight. I don't yes. think Sorry. I would go there first. I might go to the Tower of London and maybe Buckingham Palace, but I would try to work in the Pooh Museum <laughs> along the way. Yeah, it's got you've got um, elk poo and lion poo, human baby poo, um, Winnie the Pooh, all sorts of it. So I, I don't know. I thought that was funny. I thought you'd be much more interested and outraged, out, but you seem to go. You no, seem no. to think that's a good idea. Just, I do think it's a good <clears> idea. Maybe. There's a museum for everything. I mean, it doesn't matter what you're into. Or what you want to, what you, what interests you, there is a museum for it. And have you ever traveled anywhere, anywhere on the road, and you're coming to, welcome to the historic city of, of, you know, uh, Bum Weasel, New Jersey. Yeah. Every, every city <laughs> is historic. In some way. Every historic. Yeah. And there's always these historic landmarks and roadside attractions. Yeah. Uh, if if a guy tr stopped at every one of those, you would well, Lewis and Clark would have never made it out here. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fun though. I would love to like the giant ball of string and all that. I I have not taken a road trip in since I was a kid. I've made That'd many really many. Fun. I've made many trips recently between Seattle and Bend, Oregon. You've back made and a forth, lot of road and trips. And what's nice is. My wife, especially when she comes with me, we take our time. Yeah. And we say, hey, let's go look at that. And uh, to me, one of the most fascinating things, how long is this podcast, by the way? We we have five more. It's our podcast. Yeah. But, I mean, this might set a record. This well, is great. No, it's I, not. We only have I've done 40 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, there, have you ever heard of, and I, I'm probably not pronouncing it exactly right, Salilo Falls. Where is that? It was on the Columbia River. Have the natural kind of waterfall formation that formed on in the middle of the Columbia River, kind of near where the 
city of the Dalles is located. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a fishing grounds for native tribes uh, from time immemorial. And then when the, uh, in fact, Lewis and Clark write about it in their journals, they had to get the, the friendly Indians nearby to help them raise their canoes up like 400, 450 feet and get it up over the waterfalls so they could continue going down the Columbia wow. River. Wow. But this was where they would fish for salmon. We, they'd use spears, mm -hmm. and they would build these big platforms out over the river, and that's what sustained uh, their tribe for food. <clears throat> well, in 1957, you know, we come, come along, and we want all this electrical power. Right. And we're going to build this dam, and and it's the Bonneville Dam. And when it's built, it's going to the it's going to back the water up, and the waterfall will disappear, which it did. Oh. They made some kind of like a, they, the tribes got twenty six million dollars or something like that, and they're supposed to get um, other fishing grounds as part of the deal. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that stands, but it's so now it's just you look out. There's the river, but. They, they, you look at photos of how it used to be, mm -hmm. and it's it's magical. And I just thought, why don't they, in the year 2057, on the hundredth anniversary of that, why don't why don't they uh, release the water in the dam for a special occasion and recreate the falls that is under there one more time? It'll never happen, but it'd be it'd be fantastic. You see those pictures, and your your heart kind of hurts mm -hmm. because it. It's the inevitable need for mankind to move forward and progress. Mm -hmm. and, and, but At the some, expense But something's of, always lost in right. that bargain. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, thanks for bumming us out and ending yeah, the podcast on a bad note, Pat. Yeah, you're welcome. I reckon that's my job. For listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.